0: Welcome. Becoming an excellent intuitive life coach and building a profitable coaching business does not have to be overwhelming or difficult. It's all about mastering the key pillars in both coaching and business building. Welcome to the Healthy Wealthy Intuitive Life Coach podcast dedicated to helping you become an excellent intuitive life coach and build a profitable coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Aghailey, and I've been an intuitive life coach and running my multiple six-figure coaching business for several years now. And there was a time in my life, not that long ago, when I couldn't even imagine making six figures or more in my business. And I'm here to tell you it's possible. Together, you and I are going to go down this path, and I'm going to teach you how to become an excellent coach, make offers provide transformational coaching, attract real clients and make real money as a coach. We're living in a time right now where the coaches, the healers, the helpers and light workers are needed more than ever. So it's time to put our stakes in the ground. It's time to put ourselves out there and create the impact we were born to make and also create the income that you desire to make for yourself and your family. So let's do this. Hi there everybody, I hope you're doing really, really well today. In this episode, I wanna talk about this idea of being a consumer versus a creator. And it's, I don't know if this is gonna, this is kind of off the top of my head. I have a few notes over here. Um, but I when someone taught me this idea or heard this idea, it really changed things for me. When I started to look at myself that I was either creating in the world or consuming in the world. And when I looked, when I stayed conscious of this idea and I looked at every thought and behavior that I could and asked myself, are you creating or consuming? Boy, was I shocked in the beginning. What I discovered is that I spent the majority of my day consuming and very little part of my day creating. And the weird thing is, creating eventually leads to a sense of fulfillment and a lot of um, feeling proud of your life and my life. And having a lot of experiences. It's just a a fulfilling feeling like you've really lived your life. At least that's how it feels to me. It has other feelings too I'll talk about. And then feelings of consuming. Ah, don't feel that good. Especially if the consumption's um, out of balance. Imagine if all we did was eat, 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 eat. Eat. If we just consumed food, we would become out of balance. We would become heavy. We would feel sick. We would feel bloated. <laughs> you know, we would feel we probably gain weight. It would affect our organs, right? Like it's out of balance. And I think of when I um, when I talk about consuming. I obviously I just don't mean food. I mean consuming television, consuming social media, consuming food, consuming like with purchases, feeling like you need a lot of stuff. There's probably other consumptions. Um, I don't know. I'll, whatever the things are. Those are my biggies right there. Um, j- just notice yourself, like notice what you do to consume. There's that and ask yourself if it's in balance or out of balance. I really think it has to be balanced with creating. It reminds me of, you know, in the when we talk about being an empath or a sensitive, we're really good at giving, 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 and we end up attracting receivers, 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 re- people who are, who are out of balance and they're receiving, and it causes us a lot of suffering. I think the same is true when we're out of balance with our creating and consuming. So I just wanna share this idea of asking yourself, are you creating or or consuming? And do it with as many activities as you can. And um, the consuming part's easy. Like for me, here's what I consume. I'm on my phone, I'm scrolling social media, I consume food, I can consume content online and through the TV, I can cons- I wanna hang out with people and consume what they're up to in the world. It's not, it's not right or wrong, it's just a fact. Uh, consume on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. What other things could we be consuming? I don't know, there's probably other things that I just don't do them, so add your things that you consume, again, There's nothing wrong with those things, except two things, maybe. Number one, doing it unconsciously. And then number two, the drivers behind the behavior of of consumption. Like for me, it's probably not a great thing, but I use TV as a way to buffer, to turn off kind of my crazy brain that wants to keep going, 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 and work, work, work. I notice I use TV to stop myself from working. So I almost use it as a, as a thing to turn off my working. Again, it's not, it's probably not the best behavior. Maybe like going to the gym or exercising or take a walk might be a better signal to my brain to turn off. Like there's better (laughs) ways. Um, but I choose consuming most of the time, I notice. So would, So notice the drivers behind your consumption. Are they for survival? Are they for boredom to deal with boredom? Are they to deal are they dealing with buffering? some kind of like, I noticed I used to use my phone when I had anxiety, and I've seen it with my kids also like I can see the anxiety amping up. And I can see they get on their phones and do this. I even see it with my husband, too. Like, it's unconscious, but I can tell they're a little irritated or feel that it's probably lack of a dopamine hit. Probably need a hit of dopamine. And like, and they get on their phones and they start, you know, reacting, scrolling, consuming. And it distracts them from feeling whatever that feeling was. Or or they're trying to get a hit of something. So just notice what you're doing too. Again, none of this is to shame anybody. I'm doing it. We're all doing it. And I just want you to wake up to how you're doing it, become conscious of it, and decide for yourself if you're okay with it, right? Like just me talking to you right now when I confessed my, I'm probably using TV to turn off uh, work. And then I just came up with the idea, talking to you that, you know what? I could just trade that out for walking and there would be so much more benefit in that for me to take a long walk and turn it off and, and condition myself to do that it's literally half of it's just automatic but it doesn't you know there's better ways for us to operate okay that's all about consuming one more thing i want to say about consuming that i hope is helpful and i feel like this this episode is so weird i notice you know like right now you listening to this this training You're actually consuming and you're like, well, Michelle, I'm not even going to consume your stuff anymore. Well, if that would serve you best, do that. But here's what I say about consumption, especially trainings, because I'm obsessed myself. I love to learn. I have to take that training that I consumed and I have to put it in some some type of action towards creating. Does that make sense? So an example here is if you listen to this podcast and you noticed a way that you were consuming that didn't serve you and you made a change for the better in your life, then that consumption benefited you. Does that make sense? So if you're going to consume, consciously consume, decide on the drivers of your consumption, the reasons why, even maybe you put a time frame around it, and then get something out of it. It has to make your life better. You have to take that consumption and do something with it. Okay? That's, I think, how consumption can have the most value. I have, I have so many bad examples. I'll give you another example of an obsession I used to have. I used to buy cookbooks. This was probably before being online, you know. But we used to, the good old-fashioned books, we'd actually buy cookbooks. And I would get so excited when the cook when I'd get the cookbook, and I would look through the cookbook, and then either I'd make one thing from the cookbook, or I'd put the cookbook on the shelf, and we would eat whatever we normally ate. And then about a month or two later, I'd get this itch to go to the bookstore or look online, and I'd find another cookbook. And I'm like, this is it. I'm going to make all these meals. The cookbook, I get the cookbook and I make one or two things out of it and I put it on the shelf. Then there came a day where I was like, I can't buy any more cookbooks until I make 10 things from this cookbook. I never bought a cookbook, I don't think, since then. Since I established that rule, I have all the cookbooks I'm ever going to have. And if I want to buy another cookbook, I have to make 10 things from the cookbooks I already own. So I want to challenge you with content consuming like that too, or TV consuming or whatever you're consuming that you think you're doing, that's a, that's not serving you. Challenge yourself to take action on it. And until you take action, you can't consume anymore. Right? Okay. What else do I want to say about, I think that was it for that. Oh, here's the other thing. Knowing that about consumption, knowing that we're consumers, One of the things that helps me is setting time for my consumption. So like, I'll give you an example about TV. I have a rule that I'm not allowed to watch TV until after work, okay? I don't turn the TV on during the day, it's just the rule. Because I know once I sit in front of the TV that I'm gonna sit there way too long, I'll get into a trance. And that trance will be stronger than my will to get back up. (laughs) So I can't watch TV till the end of the day. So put some parameters around yourself. Maybe you're gonna say, I don't know, whatever. For me, I try not to consume content until the evening when my work's done. I do my creating, my creator, my service work during the day when I have the most energy. And then at night, I'm allowed to consume. I'm allowed to consume content, TV, social media, and even then, I honestly, I don't put a limit on it. I should. I should just say, I get an hour or 30 minutes and I turn it off and maybe open a book and consume content like that or talk to my husband or take another walk. There's so many other things I could be doing. So figure it out for yourself, okay? What works for you? And just asking yourself the question, am I creating or, or consuming would be step one. Okay, let's talk about creating now. Like I said before, once you get in the creating mode, amazing things happen. Amazing things. You're going to figure out who you are just through the act of creating things. You're going to figure out what you love and don't love through the act of creating, through the act of creating. What else? You're going to, it's I think it's the path to your life purpose. It's going to create a sense of fulfillment. All this comes through the act of creating, through the act of doing, through the act of um, putting your just in, in action. Um, but here's what else I've noticed happens in creating. We feel wobbly, we feel scared, we feel vulnerable, we feel shaky. None of that happens in consumption. Consumption is easy. There's It's easy. It's numbing, it's addicting, it's like drugs. But creating is challenging at first when it's new. It, you feel all the feels. The feeling of rewarding, fulfilling, and having living your life and being excited about it isn't usually the beginning of creating. It comes after you train yourself to create. Okay, so you have to even stay in the creating even when it's wobbly. It really is just like if you were going to go to the gym and you've never worked out before and you get a trainer and she says, okay, I want you to lift these two 50-pound weights, one in each hand, and do some curls. And I try to pick up the weights and I'm like, I can't. No, 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 no. They're wobbly. My mind says, my mind and my body go, hell no. But if I keep trying to pick up those weights and do what she tells me, my brain and my body will acclimate and get stronger. And I get the muscle and I feel the sense of fulfillment and my body's stronger. The same thing is true with becoming a creator. It takes, it's wobbly in the beginning. It feels uncertain, just like lifting weights. And then you start to build the muscle. And I'm telling you, as you get older, living a life of a a creator is very fulfilling. It almost feels like, like I'm just making this up right now. Like there's a line. There's a creator line and a consuming line. And there's two versions of you. The lady who is the creator and spends most of her time creating. And there's the consumer version of you. And they won't seem that different. It just seems like it doesn't really matter. But I'm telling you, there's a breaking point where the consumer version of you has will feel feelings of a void, empty, unfulfilled, a life that wasn't fully lived. Or there's the creator version of you, the lady who went for things, tried things, created things, failed, succeeded, made friends, did a, was on a roller coaster ride of, of different activities. That will lead to a life of fulfillment. There was a time, you know, when I was, I'm on my journey always to creating and consuming, honestly, but I spend most of my time in creating and, um, When I first understood what I'm trying to share with you today, and I started putting myself out there and doing things, it looked crazy at first. I was like trying to figure out my life purpose. And one of the things I was, I was trying to follow my interests. And one of my interests back then was studying psychic work. I was fascinated with it. So I joined this, first I joined a group online, did everything I could with them, but it was kind of hard. It was back in the day of dial-up and um, we had like chat rooms. There was no videos or anything yet. So that was challenging, but I was very excited and nervous to be there and did the best I could. But after that, I realized that I needed to find some people in person to talk to. So I found a group locally. My God, I was so scared to go to those um, mediumship circles. I thought, I'm crazy. These people are crazy. If anybody finds out what I'm doing, I'm crazy. Like it was a roller coaster ride in the moment, but I met some of my best friends. Now, it didn't feel like that in the moment. In the moment, I was just scared, shitless. But later on, as time passed and I kept going and studying and feeling nervous, it changed my life. I look back at that now. it was probably 10 years ago, about 10 years ago. Like, I look back at that and just think, wow, that was such a pivotal point in my life. And I mean, really, it was. And I want that for you, too. So at the time, it felt like I was a crazy lady, and I hope no one knows what I'm doing. The, 10 years later, the lady 10 years later goes, wow, way to go, girl. That was a pivotal moment. It led you to all the steps to where, of where you are today. And that all came from doing scary things, that that were calling me in my heart and they didn't even make sense. So this, this training today was all about like inspiring you. Number one, to like become conscious of, are you creating or consuming? Is it in balance or out of balance? Number two, look at your drivers for consuming. Are they to to um, numb you? Are they to numb you from feelings you don't want to feel? Are they to like, are they just good habits or bad habits, and decide for yourself how you want to consume, then the last piece of that is make sure whatever you're consuming has the highest quality value that will inspire you or teach you how to create yourself. And then, and the other part of this is like challenging you and inspiring you to spend way more time in creation, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe I could do another training on like what creating would look like for you. I have to think about that one. Um, Maybe we need some inspiration about that. Okay, hope this was helpful today. Go out there, figure out are you creating? Are you consuming? Is it in balance? And do a lot more creating. Watch your life change when you spend more time in creating. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. recording sp-